privilege of witnessing. That was mighty! This year's Australian Open has both delighted and dismayed fans. Uh, while there have been some spectacular displays of tennis from the likes of rising Chinese star Zheng Qinwen and men's world number one Novak Djokovic, the scheduling of the tournament has left some fans upset. Some spectators who paid $450 for a ticket were left locked out of Rod Laver Arena for two hours before play started, and one match didn't finish till 3.40am. If you're a tennis fan, uh, I'd love to know what you think. Maybe you've been down to Melbourne Park. Has the timing of these matches detracted in some way from your uh, tennis experience? Love to hear from you. Louise Fleming is a former professional tennis player and commentator. She joins me. G'day, Louise. G'day, Andy. How are you? Very well. I know you've got one eye on the Djokovic match. <laughs> uh, just give us an update. He's playing uh, Janik Sinner on court one. It's v- coming down to the wire, isn't it? It really is. Uh, Sinner has just started incredibly well. He won the first set 6-1, second set 6-2. It's now five all um, in the third. And it could be very much a Sinner uh, win here. And he may get through to his first Australian Open final, but he's playing incredibly well. It just seems to be a little bit of an issue with Novak. He's making a lot of errors today and Sinner just at 16 unforced errors in three sets and Djokovic 38. That's unusual amount of unforced errors. Very much. We do know that Novak's had a bit of a sore wrist and he's also had a flu. He's been carrying some sniffles and some coughing during the tournament. So, but I I just really feel that uh, Sinner, it's his time to, to take the mantle here. He had two good wins last year against Novak. So he's in good form and looking incredibly good. What do you make of this scheduling question? Uh, are fans justified in being uh, frustrated with such late matches? I think only two of the night games have finished before midnight. Yeah, look, I think the the one that I think you might have been talking about, there was one late start where two of the matches just went over the start time. And, look, that isn't normal. They've, they, ha- they have scheduled the matches, just two matches. In the past, there used to be three So that was a little bit of an unusual situation that it did uh, head over or go past that 7.30 mark. So, um, look, this sport is an unusual one, right? You never know when the the finish is. Um, It's not like a cricket match. It's not like a football match. It's not like a basketball match where um, there is a, a start and a finish. And and it does create some of that drama. So you know, it's and, not and what it we also, like about cricket as uh, I, about tennis as well. I mean, <laughs> I, I, cricket does have a bit of a when will it end vibe. True, but, true. But, but at least there is uh, light provisions. Whereas tennis, obviously, you can play at three forty a.m. in in the morning. But that's the drama of it, isn't it? Well, that's exactly right. I think you get bragging rights, don't you? If you get into the office at nine o'clock in the morning and you're looking <laughs> bleary-eyed and you look like you've just been thrown around the court with Novak Djokovic or an Alcaraz, I think it's you know it's just one of those things that Australians love and it's a part of our tennis history and. You know, I think that it's just something we won't change either. I mean, I don't think that the Grand Slams are going to say, all right, well, let's just play three sets and have no drama. I think it's fabulous that we see these five-set matches and, 
Um, yeah, for me, I don't think it's a problem. Obviously, it's not great for the kids that are out there, the ball boys and the people like that. But apart from that, the players love playing it. I mean, Novak loves playing in the evening. He doesn't like playing during the day. He didn't want to play today. So, you know, ask the players what they like. I think the biggest winner from uh, tennis being played until the wee hours is the seagulls that seem to feast off the bugs that come to the lights. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, they don't count in terms of viewers, if only they did, but uh, they, are, they are the big winner. Tell me, Louise, yeah. there's been a lot of discussion of domestic violence, uh, this open and reigning Olympic singles champion, Alexander Sherev, uh, playing in the tournament despite facing two allegations of abuse from former partners, which he denies. Is there a bit of discomfort amongst the tennis fraternity that he's still playing? No, not at all. I, to me, I haven't even heard one thing actually being spoken about it. I think the media has maybe, you know, drawn attention to it. Um, the players are not saying anything. And he's uh, innocent until proven guilty. So I think, you know, maybe media do stir things up a little bit, but um, Zverev is just here, business as usual, and until there's um, some sort of... Uh, you know, ruling, then I think we just have to leave it alone. One of the things we've seen recently is a lot more Chinese interest in the sport of tennis. One match between uh, Zheng Qinwen and Wang Yifan uh, attracted more than 5 million views on China's 24-hour sports channel. Is China, I mean, they've always played tennis, but do you think that there's a bit of a change in the air, a bit more of a uh, exuberance, if you like, for tennis in China? Well, I think about five years before the Beijing Olympics in 2000, they decided they really wanted to pump a lot of money and attention into tennis, and that's exactly what they did. They went and got a lot of foreign uh, coaches and they invested, and I think now since Lee Na, obviously doing very well 10 years ago, they have, I think, six or seven Chinese players in the top 100. So, you know, they're really starting to rub shoulders with each other and push each other up into the WTA uh, tour. And we're seeing, you know, young athletes. I love watching Zheng uh, Chin Wen. She's playing some great tennis and, and now she's into the final. Um, and why not have one of the biggest markets in the world loving tennis? Just briefly, how's Djokovic uh, holding up? You got your eye on the screen? Um, I actually don't. I've just stepped out of the commentary box for a minute. Um, I've dragged you away that I'm asking you about the tennis. No, how, no. how cruel of me. No, all good. Um, look, I, I'm sure that he's probably fighting his way back into the third set. Very nice of you to join me. Thanks so much for uh, allowing us to bring you away from the, the action on Rod Laver Centre Court. Louise Fleming is a former professional tennis player and commentator. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thanks, Andy. 